All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Good morning. Oilers going for two in a row as they roll into Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Let's get into it with the lead. The lead today is exactly that. You are in Columbus playing the Blue Jackets with a chance to win two in a row at a point where your schedule is about to get wildly difficult and you'll play Stanley Cup contender after Stanley Cup contender after Stanley Cup contender. But today you play the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team who on paper is nothing more than average and the standings has been anything but spectacular. They are not good. They are very beatable. And there are not a lot of very beatable opponents coming up for the Edmonton Oilers. So there is pressure on this team to deliver today. We are live on the Nation Network YouTube where the chat is buzzing. Taking a look, Redman's in with the first comment of the day. He says, Oilers revenge game. Jackets about to be taken off and thrown in the basket. Let's go. Yes, the Blue Jackets beat the Oilers the last time these two sides Met, we are streaming live from the Sports Closet studio. Check them out, sportscloset.ca. I hope you all enjoy your Saturday morning. Tyler Mulek says, somebody pass me the Baileys. Let's get this day rolling. He also adds, or maybe a little OJ and the Pilsner to get the day going. You know who loves a good OJ and Pilsner? Our friend Jay Down. Liam's around as well. Whole crew is here on a short for Giant Game Day. Jay, you going uh, OJ and the Pilsner this morning for the game? Tyler Mulek is singing my song. Uh, I'm Well, right now I'm crushing a coffee, so good morning, everyone. Yep. Um, sans Bailey's, but with a little vanilla creamer. But uh, yeah, no, if uh, if I was cracking into a beer right now, probably would go 
uh, with the uh, with the OJ and pill. Uh, Ryan Osmond said coffee or Caesars, and John said a rum and coke and a cheese bun. Whatever your drink of choice is this morning, uh, get ready because we are about exactly half an hour away from puck drop. Lance says this is too early for games, and yeah, ten thirty uh, comes at you quick. Waking up this morning and realizing how little time I had until we had to be ready to go live was not exactly a uh, a fun realization it was a rude awakening for me this morning uh there is some trailer you'll be up at six yeah there you go um (laughs) this is already i'm already well into my day yeah this is my afternoon coffee actually (laughs) that's a good point yeah you're on your third cup of coffee of the day already um liam's kicking around as well liam you going straight coffee you got anything special like Jay, I, I have also been up because I had to get up and watch Bolton Wanderers beat Port Vale this morning. So that was big. But I have had I've had a coffee. Yes. It just, a, so, just a nice French vanilla. So a big win for your boys in Bolton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you could have a big win for your boys in Orange and Blue all before like one o'clock today. This is setting up to be a nice Saturday for you. This could be a big day. And with the way my bets went this morning, too, hopefully they continue on that and Maybe I'll go and find one of those Pilsners and orange juice Jay was just talking about somewhere around here to celebrate. Uh, Joey, the backup optimist, says coffee is the way. Cheryl's watching from Alaska where it's only 8.05 in the morning. And uh, who else? Uh, Jeremy says us BC boys are sleepy. Bag milks in the chat as well with an all capitals. Hammer the puck line. So there you go. Vibes are good. Oilers looking for a second straight victory. Original. Pozar is in and says he's been up for almost six hours, two hour leg workout, dog walk, drive wife to work, pregame prep. I mean, all the power to you, man. I I would love to say I did pregame prep. I didn't. I woke up eight minutes ago, ran downstairs into the sports closet studio and got ready to go for today's stream. Uh, Oilers taking on the Blue Jackets. Before we talk about this matchup head to head, we're all going to be watching our friend Vladislav Gavrikov a little closely today. The Oilers are really. Well, it depends how you look at it. He could be our friend, a potential future friend. We want to be friends with him? I don't. I don't want to pay a first-round pick for Vladislav Gavrikov. But what I think is interesting with all of this is Boston was apparently the team who was all primed and horned up to go get this guy. They end up going a different route. They get Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway uh, earlier in the week from the Washington Capitals. And then you heard, oh, maybe Boston, you know, or sorry, there was the rumor that Columbus was one of the teams in on Chikrin, but they needed to move Gavrikov to get the assets to go get Chikrin. All of this to say, I wonder if the value of Gavrikov maybe isn't starting to drop off a little bit. And could it get to a point where he doesn't cost you a first round pick? Maybe, because again, Columbus has no reason to hold on to this guy. The closer we get to the deadline, I wonder if there doesn't become a point where Gavrikov is suddenly a Kulak-esque addition. And I would take... A, like I would move a second rounder for Gavrikov. I just don't want to touch the first for him. I I I'm probably with you on that too. By like he's obviously a good player, but I just the first round pick for me just gets thrown around so much for not guys who are worth it. Like I'm not. Yeah. There's probably six guys around this time of year that I would want to have done it for, and I think three of them have already been traded for first round picks. So yeah, if if you can get a Gavrikov for. Uh, what is it? Second, maybe like a Nima line in or something. I think that's a very good deal for the Oilers. Um, also, I need to correct something I said earlier. I 
again, it's early in the morning. I said we're going for, or the Oilers are going for their second straight win. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're going for their third straight win today. They beat the Flyers, beat the Penguins. Now they take on the Blue Jackets. They already have two in a row. Uh, Gavrikov is not going to play today. He's been scratched again for trade-related reasons. Jay, are you on the Gavrikov train? (sighs) Once again, this is the steady line that I will tow. If we get Gavrikov, what else are we doing? Yep. So, like, I'm I'm either upset or okay with it, depending what else we did. So if we if, uh, if, if we just go Gavrikov and we get like a depth, you know, bottom six guy, then no. OP says Gavrikov isn't worth a first, but please note he's been forced to play top pairing and top level competition with replacement level partners. He'd have easier minutes of a two as a two, three F LD on the Oilers. And I actually think that's a really good point. You'd be bringing him into a much better situation than he's currently in. And that's probably the case with a handful of these rental D men from around the league. So there's reason to expect that Gavrikov would actually look better in Edmonton than he did in Columbus or than he does in Columbus. And our jerseys are amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, April in the Facebook chat asks, sorry, I'm wondering if you can package and I know he's not on Frank's trade bait board, but someone that's always intrigued me out of Columbus who would help bolster our uh, middle ice would be a Gavrikov Boone Jenner package. Yeah, there was uh, there was one report that the Blue Jackets had thrown the flare kind of out to see if there was interest in Boone Jenner and they didn't get a ton of reaction back. He's on a good contract, $3.75 million for three more years after this one. It's not like it would be an insane amount of money to take back. And again, if it's one of those situations where you can get Bogle and Pugliarvi off your books, then yeah, you could probably make Once the again, money. Now, do we want? Full, I can't believe I'm saying this. Do we want to off the books? That is a good point. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of there too right now. Where Fogel, he's, he's contributing in a regular manner now, and is. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get rid of him? Does it make you better if you get rid of Warren Fogel? So it's a tough question. But then, if you want the others to do something, then they got to sacrifice something because they have literally no money to play with. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Going for three in a row. Original Puzar had his take. Uh, someone else hopped in and said the second in Nemo Linen is the most they'd give up. It was Spencer who said the second in Nemo is the most he'd pay for Vlad Gavrikov. Another name to keep an eye on in Columbus, but he's obviously not playing tonight because he's out for the rest of the regular season in all likelihood is uh, Gustav Nyquist. So again, maybe a situation there where if you get Gavrikov, you can get Nyquist thrown in and maybe I'd be willing to, you know, go. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So we LTR Kane right now. It, not that even the end of the season. What's that? Well, that won't happen. But anyways, keep going. Well, it, is he playing today? No. Okay. So he's still hurt. LTIR him. Bring on. That gives us the space to bring on Nyquist. Because mm. now we have the room to, the cap room to bring him on and then put him on the LTIR. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. Well, no. Original Puzar is in the chat, so I feel like we can get an answer to this question right away. I think you can just get Nyquist. You don't need to activate him when you trade for him. You can bring him over and keep him on LTIR the whole time. You don't need to put Kane on LTIR. But to, to, get, but to get the benefit of the LTIR space, but you there have is to have no room for him on your payroll. So if so, then we could wouldn't wouldn't we get more LTIR relief if we have the ability to take him on because Kane's on LTIR? No. Or no, we're spending into LTIR. Yeah, we're already in LTIR. Yeah, we no, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We're knee deep in it. 
anyways, that that would be an interesting idea is if you're working for Gavrikov, maybe you can get a guy like Nyquist and then it's a forward to come help you. Uh, B. Clean says he has a list of the only players he'd give up a first round pick for. Patrick Kane, Jacob Chikrin, Max Domi, and yep. Sam Gagne. <laughs> Hard to argue with that list. I'm in on, the, I'm in on all sense. of them. The other two, I think that's, well, obviously Sam Gagne, first pick, first round pick of your heart. Uh, yeah. Sam Gagne for sure. Uh, and Max Domi, like, no one's going to pay a first for him. Calvi and Bomber says Pronger and Datsuk, probably both available out of Arizona. Yeah, they're putting together a hell of a team in NHL 12. Yeah, Shea Weber's in the mix there as well. Andrew Ladd, Brian Little. It's a good group they got going. Chris Pronger actually had a funny tweet about that um, where he was like, welcome Shea Weber. Like, can't wait to welcome you to the golf <laughs> tea time we have or something like that. It was good. Um, OP has an answer for us. When acquiring an LTIR player, you do have to fit him on the active roster for one day before throwing him in LTIR. So you are right on that, Jay. You, the Oilers would in that sense have to LTIR Kane for whatever stretch and then they could put Nyquist. I wasn't aware of that. So Sounds yeah, like you would day. have to... There are some more complicated cap gymnastics, I guess you'd have to dance around. Because what's um, the rule around the LTR? How, how many is it? Two weeks, three weeks? Like someone has to be out for it to go on LTR? It's 21 days, I think. Yeah, 21 so days weeks. or 10 so games. A cane's almost a week, so you can go retroactive back a week and you sit them out for yeah. two weeks and we just acquired someone for yeah. cheap. Cheap as chips, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson says, I don't see the benefit of trading for a guy who's hurt and hoping that he might be ready for the playoffs. Seems like it could bite us in the ass hard. I think if you were three points out of a playoff spot and that was your only addition was like getting Gustav Nyquist and being like, Hey, he'll help us in the playoffs. Yeah. Like that might not be a good idea, but I think the Oilers are in a spot where that would just be added depth come playoff time. And Nyquist is a guy, the acquisition cost was going to be nothing. Yeah. So that's why I think you'd consider it. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the intrigue around it. Is and you know Ken's thinking about it because he's a former Red Wing. Yeah, um, another guy who's a former Red Wing on the block is Nick Jensen. We talked about him yesterday out in Washington. I'd take um, Jensen. I'd take Jensen. There are some more trade notes from around the league, but it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day today brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford and their service center. Just a few clicks away. The link is in the description of today's episode. They got free valet service, pick up and drop off, or you can choose their Ford mobile service and they will come to you over 51 service bays at the dealership. There's there's more than 51 reasons why you should choose Sherwood Ford, the giant. Uh, some notes as the Oilers take to the ice for warm up. Evander Kane and Clem Costin are both out tonight. Neither playing. We knew Kane wasn't going to play. Frank Servali said earlier in the week on our show that he's going to be out for a couple of weeks with a rather painful upper LTIR. body injury. Jesus, this makes too much sense. What are we doing? I, well, I think yeah, it, but you're not. Go ahead, Liam. I was going to say it actually is interesting around like the Nyquist thing. If the others did have legit interest to like LTIR Kane just for that stretch, because what it. Sorry, I, it's three weeks, right? Or like 21 days or something like that? Yeah, 21 days or 10 games, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean maybe if they were like close on it, they would have. I, I don't hate that idea of just creating that space and literally just switching it to it. We have to anyway. be creative because we're at the cap. Like, like it's like yeah. we've got to think of these things, right? So I'm not saying yeah. do something Nyquist is the answer, but it's someone that could be serviceable that we can get for nothing given mm-hmm. his situation. And Columbus so no is, co- Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I said no Costin, no Kane, no Gavrikov for the Blue Jackets in this hockey game. Jack Campbell led 
Jack Campbell led the Oilers onto the ice for warm-up this evening. He has been struggling as of late in his last five starts. He has allowed 19 goals against and has only been over a 900 save percentage one time what in that span. What is Vinny doing on the second line? Oh, that's just a DFO blip because the Oilers are going 11 and 7. So, yeah, no. Vinny DeHarnay is not playing on the second <laughs> line. Um, that Maybe is just a show. Well, what it shows here, Jay, is that the Oilers, like those bottom six lines there, McLeod with Fogel and Janmark, Shore with Ryan and Pugliarvi, they're actually the group that play together. And then that top five just kind of gets jumbled around throughout the game. Vinny is the seventh D-man. This is how the Oilers are expected to more or less line up in the hockey game with Campbell between the pipes. I'll start with you, Liam. Do you like the decision to give Jack Campbell a bounce back or would you have ridden with Stuart Skinner again? I guess with what's coming up, it's probably a good spot to try and get Jack Campbell back into some rhythm here. And just the way the Oilers played on, what was that, third Pittsburgh? Like you would hope they can put together a, a similar team performance and play well in front of Campbell and maybe a little bit more desperate in front of him, I suppose you could say too. So yeah. I understand the idea. I would like to see Skinner as well, though. But like I said, I get it with what's coming up after this game. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it because, like I said, we got a we got Boston coming up and some some tough competition mm-hmm. coming up. So it's good to try to. This is a game that you know we should win with or without Skinner. Uh, mm-hmm. So starting Campbell, like in theory, it makes sense. But also, like you know, we just went through this weird couple weeks. So it's like I just want to do whatever it takes to get the two points too. So yeah. I'm like I'm okay with it, but just like. It's weird that I feel like we're in like a win now thing, but it's because we're playing Columbus. We got to get those two points. Like we're so close to being in the lead of the West, so like we got to, you know, these are like in games we need to win. We got to win. So I want us to give us the best lineup lineup to do so. But I'm okay with Campbell. It really is crazy how close the Oilers are to the top spot in the Western yeah. Conference. Hey, oh, I was definitely wild. not paying paying attention to how that storyline's developed. But then you look and like Winnipeg only has four wins in their last 10. Dallas only has two wins in their last 10 as well. And I like going to Campbell tonight just because of everything you guys laid out. Like if you're a playoff team, if you want to be number one in the West, you beat Columbus with Olivier Rodrigue between the pipes tonight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to win with whatever goalie. Um, So I like going with Campbell, give them a bounce back against a team that cannot score. They have 11 goals in their last five games. They have struggled to find the back of the net so hard. The Oilers have 11 goals in their last six periods. Like, come on. The Oilers should beat Columbus no matter who's in net. So go with Campbell. Let him bounce back. Let him get some confidence. And then, boom, you can roll with Skinner when the competition gets a little bit more difficult. But like you said, the Oilers are really close to the top spot in the conference. Just three points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. And if you win tonight, I mean, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard this evening. Dallas is playing Vegas. So one of those teams is not going to get two points. Hopefully go it doesn't Dallas. go to yeah, hopefully it doesn't go to overtime and one of the one of these teams is held pointless. But Calgary is also playing Colorado, which again is an interesting spot where some team that's around the Oilers won't have a two-point night. So there is a lot of pressure, I think, on the Oilers to get the job done this morning against the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's a big chance when you look at what else is going on around the league. Yeah, I mean, it's like we all just kind of address that. Like, 
kind of surprising where they are considering yeah. what just happened in this last couple of weeks. But it's also a credit to what they were doing before the All-Star break where they gained that momentum and they've lost once in regulation in the last like 15 or whatever it is. So yeah, I think tonight, uh, this morning, I guess, geez, is just a big opportunity to keep that momentum yeah. going into what's going to be a tough week next week again. Uh, Jonas Corposalo led the Blue Jackets onto the ice for warmups. He's actually been playing really good as of late. He only has 11 goals against in his last five starts. Corposalo is really the only reason Columbus has been respectable as of late. 3-3-1 three, three, and one in the month of February. Uh, as far as special teams go, Columbus has the 30th ranked power play in the league, 20th in penalty kill percentage. This is how they're going to line up. This morning, Boone Jenner centering a top line with Johnny Goudreau and Kirill Marchenko, Jack Roslevic with Kent Johnson and Patrick Laine, Sean Corrali with Eric Robertson and Matthew Olivier, uh, Cole Sillinger with Liam Foody and Emil Bemstrom, Good Branson with Tim Burney, who is a guy whose name I've just said for the first time, Nick Blankenberg with Andrew Peake, Gavin Bayruth with Adam Boquist. That is not a good blue line. Connor McDavid should be victimizing this blue line and making them feel very, very bad about themselves. Yeah, I mean, look what he took one too. So this one's probably a little bit weaker and we got to get some, we got to get some revenge on uh, Corpusallo too after what he did to us at Rogers place. So bang seven home tonight as well, or this morning, 10 minutes away from puck drop. Crazy. Yeah. 10 minutes away from puck drop over 230 people in the chat right now as well, which is great to see if you're watching hammer that like button here on a Saturday morning, a bunch of you guys want me to keep the stream going throughout the game and do a watch party. I called the Golden Bears game last night. If you think my voice would hold up through a two and a half hour stream, you are unfortunately mistaken. You can probably but tell. We should, do one. we should host. We should do a live stream from the office here soon, Tyler. I know. I know. We'll get there after the trade deadline. There's so much going on with the yeah, trade deadline. And I agree. Um, speaking of which, let's talk about a couple pieces of news. And this one, give me a second to just kind of lay this all out because I have a comment in the chat that I want to address with it. Um, uh, Elliot Friedman, 45 minutes ago, sent out a tweet on Patrick Kane and the New York Rangers. The last 24 hours or so have been about lining up everything from cap situation to third party trade partners to roster machinations to Kane's approval. That was a word I was not expecting to have to read in this tweet. Uh, he basically says the last 24 hours have been about making sure everything is lined up and nothing gets messed up in the process of Patrick Kane becoming a New York Ranger. And we had a comment from Shane on Facebook who said, if Kane goes to the Rangers, Holland failed. Someone else was in the YouTube chat and said that... Yeah, someone else said, Holland, it's a failure if he doesn't go get Patrick Kane. Okay, he has no choice. Like, Patrick Kane is choosing where he goes. If the Rangers said, we aren't interested, we can't afford you, whatever then yeah, the Oilers would have a realistic shot at Patrick Kane. They, I think, or apparently Kane and Keith have had conversations about what it's like in Edmonton, all that stuff. But Patrick Kane wants to be a Ranger. He has a full no trade clause and he is only presenting the Blackhawks with one team at a time in which he'll go to. That team right now is the Rangers. So unless something absolutely falls apart in these negotiations with, according to the tweet from Friedman, it really doesn't seem like they will. Patrick Kane's going to be a Ranger and it's of no fault of of Ken Holland's. He couldn't do anything in this. So I get there are a lot of things you could blame Ken Holland for not getting Patrick Kane is unfortunately not one of those things. Yeah. Like, like you said, Patrick Kane has all the control in this 
Ken Holland can only show that the Orland, hopefully Patrick Kane allows it yeah. to go further than that. But unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the case. I think Patrick no. Kane would have been fantastic on this we team, can, obviously. Hopefully yeah, there's something we, else we can just be salty about not getting. We can get salty about not getting O'Reilly, Achari, Tarasenko, mm-hmm. Mikola. Like, that's legit. And those are all trades I think, you know, we should have attempted and Orloff. Orloff yeah. Hathaway, like, like just like those, those three packages that went first, like those, like, those each and every one of those would have fit the Oilers for different reasons, and that's what we should be upset about. Kane is out of our control. Yeah, it's Ilya. Uh, like you said, that's perfectly put. It's out of out of our control, out of Ken Holland's control. Pierre LeBron also sent out a tweet today saying it sounds like things are heating up on the Timo Meyer front as well. So what we're keeping an eye on there is not necessarily the Oilers potentially getting him, but it's more so from an Oilers perspective, hoping the Golden Knights don't get him, right? We want we want Timo Meyer going to the East. That's going to be the Canes, I think. You, you, listen, you listen to Tom Dundon on Frankly Speaking, like he basically just said, like, we're going to do whatever it takes. <laughs> Yeah, if you uh, haven't had a chance to listen to Frank Saravalli's new podcast, it's an interview series. Look up Frankly Speaking with Frank Saravalli, wherever you get your podcast from. His first five guests have been Todd McClellan, Zach Hyman, who we sat down with for half an hour and had a great conversation. Then it was Kadri Morrissey and Kane's owner, Tom Dundon. So five episodes into Frankly Speaking, it's uh, really, really good. Um, before we keep moving along, got to give some love to our friends at AMA Travel. Two spots left on the nation vacation to Toronto coming up. In just a couple of weeks, the trip. Tyler, I got an update for you. It's sold out. It's sold out, baby. Oh, look at that. Well, too bad everybody watching. You've been, We're you've sold been out. spreading the good word, too. You've been spreading the good word, and uh, we filled the last two spots. So that is great stuff. Well, well, if you know the next one, folks, stay tuned. Yeah, I was going to say, because the next one I'm sure will be uh, will be fantastic. So shout out to AMA Travel for helping us sell out another fantastic nation vacation. You can still head to nationgear.ca if you want to party with us because our 15th anniversary birthday bash, whatever we're calling it. Tickets for that are up now $20.07. Get it? Like 2007. Um, it includes a drink token in there. Uh, uh, yeah, prepaid drink is great the terminology. Yeah, I was going to say, I I need to make sure I get that right. You're also going to get a limited edition piece of Nation Gear with that bad boy, a swag bag, and just an all-around good time. So uh, check that out, nationgear.ca. The proceeds are going to what charity, Jay? Free play for kids. There you go. Nationgear.ca is where you can get your tickets there. It's coming up on March 18th. You'll be at the pint with us. We'll be watching the Oilers hopefully beat down on the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Some conversation here in the chat we'll get to really quick. Um, Spencer says, Canes are devils for Meyer. Yep. Um, Tyler Mulek says, we need to be better than the best East team, not just the best West team. We want a cup, not just a finals appearance. Yeah. I think that's a perfectly fair point, and I do expect Holland to add something. It's not like he's going to sit there, and if no one in the West does anything, I don't think Holland. Uh, I don't think Holland will sit there and be like, "Well, I don't need to do anything either." He'll he'll do something. Uh, be clean, enough, Tyler. I know you need more than that. Be clean said, "Bring home the suburb boys, Noah Gregor and Matt Benning from San Jose." <laughs> Why not? I like the Noah Gregor idea, but Matt Benning, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tyler Mulek says, pint downtown or pint on white? Pint downtown with our boy Rick. Um, Ryan Osmond says, biggest question in the morning. How were those veggies last night, Tyler? They were fantastic. They were very, very good. Um, if you know me, then you know. Uh, let's get to our Betway bets for this evening because we are less than 10 minutes away from puck drop. Jay, congratulations. You're in the win column. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Welcome to it. the club. I did it. Uh, shout out to our friends at Betway. Jay finally has a dub. He is only oh, down four and a half units. He's cooking. Respectable down units. It's a respectable amount. And after tonight, it'll be even better. Or this morning. Uh, I'm going to go with a Zach Hyman goal tonight. I'm on a bit of a losing streak here. I'm trying to keep myself. I guess I'll be in the positives no matter what happens tonight, but I like a Zach Hyman goal tonight. He's gone six straight games without scoring. I think this guy is due. He did have a streak earlier where he went nine games without a goal, but the point is I think Zach Hyman's good to get the offense going. Oilers should get some power plays tonight. Hyman is that net front guy. He is due. Give me a Zach Hyman goal plus 115. Liam, what do you like? I'm going to go with a puck line for the Oilers, minus 1.5 at minus 112. But I think the line actually shifted even closer to even money whilst we've been on the show. So maybe you can go grab that at a little bit of plus money there too before puck drop. There you go. Uh, Jay? Yeah, this is. I, I didn't want to play with the over because I didn't know how stingy this game's going to be. But it seems like Connor is, uh, you know, back to his usual antics uh, after that Pittsburgh game. So. You know, very safe with the Oilers money line and, you know, McDavid two points. Like, that's just what happened. So, uh, 2.87 to 1. There you go. Uh, someone in the chat said, why don't we do a Connor McDavid hat trick at, I think, 22 to 1? Hey, that's not bad. I'll, I'll do that as a fun bet for sure. Yeah, a little, a little fun bet. Uh, Rusty says a McHattie is going a McHattie is going to strike in an Oilers five nothing victory. Genesis pointing out that yes, Liam is in the lead when it comes to our challenge. Lance is all in on a Derek Ryan goal. B Clean says it feels like a JP and Nuge goal 
kind of morning. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant who sponsor every Sherwood Ford Giant game day. I'll be ripping around in the nation truck this evening as well, going out to call another Golden Bears game today. So if you're in Edmonton and you're looking to support some good local hockey, it is really good hockey down at Claire Drake Arena and it's playoff hockey at Claire Drake Arena tonight. So swing by, say hi to me down at the Drake. Um, Gents, it is 1030. That means puck drop is right around the corner and that means it is time to wrap up today's show. Shout out to everyone watching on the Nation Network YouTube. Do us a solid before you sign off and hammer that like button as well. Enjoy the game. We'll be back on Monday when it will only be five days until the NHL trade deadline. We'll chat with you then.